Welcome back to The State of Work, the podcast by Lano, where we hear from business leaders and innovators, as well as freelancers and remote employees, exploring topics to do with the benefits, limitations and solutions around remote and flexible work all around the globe. For today's success story, I'm speaking with Nicole Gottselig, Senior Content Writer and Marketing Manager for Uberall, one of Germany's top SaaS scale-ups. Nicole also runs a mindfulness program for her colleagues near and far at Uberall, leading group meditation classes to help foster a sense of well-being, connection and stress management. Nicole shared her experiences with me about working successfully across a distributed team that's gone through various iterations of working from the office, working from home, and now a hybrid setup where employees are given the flexibility to choose. And for a special treat, Nicole will guide us on a mindfulness meditation practice that you can reuse anytime throughout your workday. Welcome, Nicole. It's great to speak to you again. How are you? I'm great, Maddie. Thank you. Where are you joining from today? Today, I'm actually in the Uberall office in Berlin. Mm-hmm. Uh, after um, quite a, a long stretch uh, working from home and working from uh, other spots within the city and actually within Europe, of course, when numbers were low, uh, I've been coming into the office um, a little bit more frequently now. Awesome. Um, I'll come back to that in a second, but maybe before we get into that, um, could you tell me about about what you do at Uberall and a little bit about yourself? Yeah. So my full-time role at Uberall is a senior content marketing manager. So um, I do a lot of writing and a lot of writing for our website, a lot of writing for social media, a lot of writing reports and guides and blogs, all that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, I also have another role at Uberall, which is um, I uh, lead our mindfulness meditation program. And so we've been doing this now for, it'll be two years in January. And uh, we run it um, weekly and we started at, you know, one day per week. And now we're at three days per week. At the height of the pandemic, we were actually at five days a week. Right. So in the real trenches of the pandemic, so March 2020 till about July 2020, we had sessions every day that we ran remotely. Great. So you're in the office today, but you're also working as part of a team that is distributed. How many different Mm -hmm. countries or cities is the Uberall team spread across? Well, we've grown even more uh, since you and I last connected. And um, now I'm reporting to someone who's actually based out of uh, Santa Monica, California. So uh, like right, right in the heart of Southern California. Yep. So we acquired a new company um, earlier this year. So we work with uh, people in California, in Canada, uh, in France, uh, throughout Germany. And in and then within that, have you also in the Berlin sort of branch of the team? I guess have you also still got people who are choosing to work from home or is everyone back in the office? How, how's that looking at the moment? No, actually not very many of us are back in the office. Uh, last week we had um, quite a few visitors from our UK team who were here for their offsite. Mm-hmm. And um, we actually have quite a few team members who are living in Italy and working from there as well. So even though those of us that are, are based in Berlin um, aren't always in the office. So yeah. um, it's it really varies from week to week. Some people like to come in maybe one day per week or two days per month kind of thing. Um, Berlin is such a big city. So if there's a lot of commute time involved, 
Uh, you know, some folks would just prefer to just continue as they've been working, working from home. And then other folks just like to come in on Fridays for sort of the after work um, social hours that we're still we're still hosting here. Okay, cool. That sounds sounds really nice and flexible. It's great to hear that, you know, everyone's kind of able to work it into their preferences. Definitely. Definitely. What what do you like about what what did you like about working from home? What do you like about working in the office? Like what what are the sort of benefits and challenges that you see to, to both aspects? It's funny you bring this up. My new manager in, in California said to me today, I was messaging with her at 6 a.m. my time. So 6 a.m. Central <laughs> Eastern, you know, Central European time. And she said, wow, you're up so early and working. And we haven't been working together too long. And I, and I wrote her verbatim. I said, you know, one of the things I love so much about working at Uberall and our ways of working is that I have freedom to work when I am most productive. As a writer and editor, for me, that is at very weird hours, such as 5 a.m. to 8 a.m. is when I do some of my most concentrated copywriting or creative work. Um, so that's what it is. That it, it is that freedom. So I'm not stuck to a, a, a you know a, a schedule of nine to five where I actually have to be sitting at my home office desk and, and doing work. Um, I have the flexibility of of working when it's most productive to me. Yeah, awesome. Wherever that is, that. wherever if yeah. that's yet yeah, for my couch or if it's from the office. Um, yeah, and I think this is what's great about remote work and, and more flexibility at work. So, and I'm a little bit the opposite. So I usually tend to do my best writing work in like late in the evening, maybe 10, 11 p.m. onwards. Mm -hmm. um, and one of the things I enjoy is the flexibility to do that. But to be, to have like full-time employment and, you know, all the, everything that comes with that and then still have that kind of flexibility is really fantastic. So props to Uberall for kind of facilitating that. And how, how's it been with the with having a manager? What's that, that time difference? That must be about eight hours or something, is it? It's nine hours and, you know, it's working well. And I think that goes back to this flexible policy at Uberall. And um, so I don't feel as constrained and I don't, I think I can speak for some of my, my colleagues within the entire company, sort of that the weight of those con time constraints are off. You know, if, if my manager, for example, is only available, um, she's sorry, nine hours behind me, it's, it's easier to, it's easy to plan around, it e easier to plan around that. And so the meetings become a little bit more specific and a little bit more, succinct and they don't sort of tend to drone on too much mm. which is what I like um, we actually have less meetings right uh, because of it so for me it works out very well it's it's less time sort of sitting around and talking which is sometimes what happens in an office and sometimes you get less work done um, mm -hmm. so when connecting with people say who are overseas and in different time zones and stuff um, the meetings just are more the, things are more focused which I do really appreciate too yep yeah Awesome. So how did you end up establishing and leading this mindfulness meditation program? It's really funny. Um, I came back from a trip to Bali. That would have been January 2020. Mm -hmm. And I had been practicing meditation for seven, eight years at this point. And one thing I'd noticed in Berlin that there was, there was not a lot of group meditation classes. And I've been practicing yoga for a long time. 
And I thought, well, maybe I'll just start my own group. And I remember being at an office um, in Canada where I'm from. And I remember thinking, gosh, I wish there was just something at work where people could just sit in a room together and do group meditation. Because there is something quite um, different about practicing with people than, than just doing it on your own. And it helps mm -hmm. with accountability and it counts with stress release. And it's just actually a nice way to sort of just connect with yourself and connect with other people. So I threw up a note on the Slack board on one of our random channels and I said, hey, if I, if, is anyone interested in group meditation classes, I will um, guide them based on mindfulness practices. I've done some training on it, etc." And I think 50 people joined up um, as soon as I posted it on Slack and I was a little bit um, surprised at how many people were actually interested. And so it just sort of took off from there. Um, and then two months later, as we know, um, the pandemic hit, and then we were all uh, working from home. And so we'd only had two months of practicing in person together, uh, two times a week. And these were like 15, 20 minute sits. And one of our founders, uh, Florian, he said to me, would you be interested in still continuing this, but remotely? And I said, well, I've never done anything remotely with groups of people before. I, I don't know how I would actually facilitate that. And so he encouraged me to just try it, and I did, and it worked. And so we were able to create uh, a similar space that we had in person, but online. And then the doors just sort of opened from there. Mm. And here we are almost 20 years later. And 20. Um, 20 did I say 20 years later? <laughs> Two years later. And um, it the, feels the, like 20. It feels like 20 years later after the pandemic. So. Now we've gone from, so first we started as in-person only, then we went to online only, and now we're in this really interesting phase of hybrid. So we host in-person for whomever is in the Berlin office on the days that the meditation is being held. And then all our colleagues from around the globe can still join us online. So now we have a hybrid meditation program and um, it's just expanded and grown into something that kind of suits everybody now and, and suits this, these new ways of working, mm. remote working and dispersed teams. Mm, cool. That's such a great, it's a great initiative and it's such a lovely way that it sort of organically grew. And what are some of the benefits that people are reporting back to you, I guess, mm -hmm. about um, incorporating an element of meditation into their work life? What I hear quite frequently is sort of, you know, I came in, feeling this way, maybe um, tired or maybe some anxiety or maybe, you know, just sort of bleh, blah, that <laughs> languishing feeling that I think a lot of us had um, during the pandemic. And then leaving the, the session going, oh, I feel different. I feel lighter. I feel calmer. Um, I don't have as much anxiety as when I came in here or it was really nice to you know, see my colleagues today, that sort of thing. So yeah. yeah, just feeling just just a little better than when they came into the session. Yeah, which is really all we can hope for in a in meditation practice. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'm sure as well as as a writer, um, yourself and, and knowing that create like ideas and creativity within your job kind of never flows. <laughs> when you need it you know and even, yeah, with, right, yeah. even with less creative less traditionally creative lines of work 
even just things like problem solving, connecting oh, the dots, mm-hmm. like taking that time to let your mind wander and, and rest and just, you know, I bet there must be so many um, benefits like that that people are sort of starting to see. So it's kind of, you know, it's fantastic that you've got the support of, of the leaders in the business as well, mm-hmm. like the founder and that they can recognise, of course, wellness and physical and mental health for employees is obviously paramount, but mm-hmm. um that there can be benefits that are sort of for the business as well. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I think there's others in our leadership team and, th- and throughout Uberall as well that do their own sitting meditation. And it's, um, of course, it goes so much more beyond getting together in a group um, as well. And it's, you know, incorporating those daily breaks uh, into your day. And yeah. something I encourage a lot. So if you're in between meetings or if you're having troubles, uh, solving a problem or, or, or things like that. Um, the three minute breathing space is, um, one of the most practical exercises that, uh, we can do anytime, anywhere to take us from automatic pilot and into the here and now, and maybe start to, you know, see those connections to, to, to solving problems, etc. Yeah. Just yeah. in little spaces, you don't have to sit for long periods of time or, be like a Buddha or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, it's not a competition. No, no, And I no. think maybe also, I don't know, I'm sure it's also helpful with resolving conflicts definitely, and, and just kind of really nourishing, I guess, the workplace mm-hmm. culture. Um, well, I mean, on that note, would you like to hold space for a three-minute breathing space for, for I'd our love listeners? to I was hoping awesome. you would ask yeah <laughs> and just to go back to your very last point before we start yeah, Maddie um, sure. it is about that sometimes we usually will end the meditation by um, doing um, like a compassion exercise you know thanking yourself for showing up today and extending that to maybe somebody you know on your team or in your family or in your life who needs a bit of compassion as well and yeah it's acknowledging everyone's presence um, both in the room and outside the room too. So also really, really key to the whole the whole program. Awesome. Before we lead into the breathing space, thanks so much for sharing your experiences of remote and distributed and hybrid work. Hybrid, and, yeah. and the program, yeah, it's been great to chat to you and looking forward to taking some space. Thank you. So as I mentioned, the three-minute breathing space um, is an exercise that actually comes from um, the Oxford Mindfulness Center. So this is a this is a practice that um, I think is is quite is quite rooted in science, in the sense that it's um, it's very it's very quick it's very defined um, and its purpose is to simply get you out of sort of those mindless loops of thinking or ruminating or worrying or all of that stuff and just simply being able to show up for your colleagues. Um, Often, especially in remote work, we go from meeting to meeting online on Zoom calls. And sometimes we're carrying meetings and and thoughts and things from something in our past um, into the here and now. So all you need to do is take a comfortable seat or standing. This is something you can do if you're commuting as well. Uh, Close your eyes. If it feels comfortable, you don't, it's not recommended or it's not required. And just take a moment now to just become aware of what is happening in your thoughts, your emotions, without looking for anything, just seeing what pops up right now. And oftentimes it could be a thought from the past. 
It's something that might happen in the future that you may have some excitement, worry, or trepidation about. And here we just notice them. You know, you can be, you can maybe call it future or past. And rather than telling a story about what it is, we just simply accept what it is. And now, as best we can, we, we just try and park that emotion, that thought. And we move into our breath. And we focus on the rise and fall of our lower belly. So we shift from thought into physical sensation. Inwardly focusing on the rise of our belly on the inhale and the deflation on the exhale. Maybe doing three or four of these focused breaths, watching it rise and fall. And now, leaving your breath, expanding your awareness to include your entire body. Almost as if your entire body were breathing right now. You may notice a shape around your body or a color. You may feel some sensations. And now opening our eyes, if they were closed, we come back into the present moment again, hopefully with a little bit more, maybe clarity, ease, lightness. And this is something that you can do anytime, anywhere, maybe on a washroom break or a transition between meetings or as a way to end your day, especially if you've been sitting at your desk at home all day and you want to transition from work to home. And that's it. Thanks so much, Nicole. You're welcome. I don't want to disrupt the peace that we've created here so i'll just say thank you thanks so much for joining us and wishing you a fabulous day thank you so much maddie the state of work is brought to you by lano lano has everything you need to grow and pay your global team for further links and reading for today's episode head to podcast.lano.io Thanks for listening and see you next time on The State of Work.